The following episode contains adult language and a frank discussion of suicide prevention. We feel this is an important topic, but this also could be triggering to some viewers, so viewer discretion is advised. If you or a loved one are struggling with suicidal thoughts, please call 988, which is the new hotline number within the U.S. Otherwise, if you're outside the U.S., please seek resources within your country. Happy holidays. The following episode was pre-recorded, so please leave comments and we will respond to them, just not in real time. Also, here are some of our viewers sporting their holiday best. So I'm Kelly Gentner. I'm your barista tonight, serving up a hot steaming cup of cosplay. And our guest tonight is our special celebrity guest, Santiago Cirillo. You may know him from The Walking Dead. You may also know him from the convention circuit. He is really talented artistically. He's also a writer. He's also does a lot of talking and podcasting about mental health. And he's just an all around Nice guy, talented guy. He's awesome. So you all are going to love him. So welcome, Santi. Hi. Yeah, your majesty. Hello, <laughs> people out there. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for being here. It's an honor. It's an honor. You know what? I have your cup and I was drinking. I drink coffee out of that cup you sent me. You know, so it. I'm like, I feel bad because it's like in the dishwasher. And I'm like, man, maybe I should have my drink with the cup. But... <laughs> But anyway, I'm happy to be here. Mine is also in the sink, so I feel you. <laughs> the stars do not always align, but I'm glad you enjoy using the cup. It's it's a pretty cup. Curly did a good job designing them. So, first of all, let's talk about, since the theme is loosely holidays, let's talk about what winter holidays you celebrate. Winter holidays I celebrate. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know, because it's like, uh, of course, everybody's Thanksgiving. It's all, you know, the Halloween. Um, there's so many holidays. But, I mean, the most famous is Christmas. Um, but, you know, I am like a super, like, geeky about Christmas. I, I, I have to have, like, my, anyway, me and my wife are like elves. So <laughs> our house is decorated. I mean, I'm in my office now. But the house is decorated like a like put two Hallmark uh, stores together inside. <laughs> it's yes. ridiculous. So I mean, we watch every Christmas movie possible we can fit in since 
you know, I was I'm 49, so I watch stuff from the 70s and all the old school stuff. So, have you watched the Star Wars Holiday Special? Have you done that to yourself? What What is that? The Star Wars Holiday Special. Have you done that to yourself? I did watch it. I do watch it. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Because um, and the reason why I watch it every year, I swear to goodness, I'm not lying. To you. <laughs> I, and I tell you, I tell you this because I tell people like, do you know Star Wars? I was like, I know Star Wars. Like, how do you know Star Wars? I was like, I was that kid in the seventies, freaking, and since then watched every project that Star Wars puts in theaters, even if it's a, a anniversary show. If it, remember when the CGI got it in it? I mean, I did everything. I was, I got, I, I think, um, I have like a Darth Vader kite from the seventies. Still, I mean, I literally am like a freak. So I watched the special and I even got <laughs> it's funny because I, I watched it not too long ago because a friend of mine is in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. So it's kind of like I was like, ah, I'm going to watch Star Wars. That's my tune. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. That was everything I wanted. That was good. That was good. So um, let's talk about some of your creative projects that you have cooking. And um, let's talk about your books, first of all. Let me pop them up on screen. One sec. Okay, so let's talk about A Veteran's Homecoming, because I know this one's really close to your heart. Yes, yes, A Veteran's Homecoming book. I released it in, on November 19th of this year. Um, we were trying to get it out as soon as possible and so forth, but that's the date we got, you know, and so far we're reaching almost like a hundred sales uh, off just Amazon alone. So I'm very happy how it's, it's reaching out this. And, and I tell people this and it's, it is a family book because I want everyone to read it, you know? Um, and, and of, if you believe in angels or not, everything has that little Christmas vibe into it. But the whole subject of the matter is, it's you can't be um, being judgmental on mental health. When someone is depressed, when someone is is having anxiety attacks, when someone just feels different, you know, we can't point the finger saying you're crazy. I, I always explain there's a difference between crazy and, and mental health. You know, crazy is just we're geniuses. We, we, we're, we're smart people. We're crazy. You're crazy doing that. Oh, my God, that's crazy. And we can yeah. go on with the positive definition of crazy. Uh, mental health is totally different. Um, it, it is a disease. Uh, it's disease is kind of attached through the mind where your soul is just empty. Uh, I always tell people, fill your soul. You Once you have your soul filled up with happiness and, and greatness and understanding yourself, your mind will just throw positive vibes at you and it won't interrupt you. It won't give you second guessing of anything or so forth. But anyway, um, that is the part. This gentleman uh, character, I put five uh, real um, military uh, people's lives that I know, friends that served with me, male and female, and put uh, all into one character. And this character literally just went through a certain part in his life where he just wanted to have time to think and he decided to shun himself from the world but the world sees him different oh you're a homeless guy you're on drugs you're on a he's not he's just he needs a break yeah <laughs> and we see it you know we see the judgment we see all the mental health issues of course he has 
PTSD and so forth. But it all comes around, man. It actually shows living your life, living your life. You, you, you touch people's lives in every way, whether you're opening a door, where you're giving a hug, whether you're talking about the person in a good way, whether, you know, you're just people overhearing your stories of happiness. You never know who you touch. And this is what happens. He doesn't know how many people he touched in life. But it comes around where he actually sees that his life is worth living. And at the same time, it touches other people that have different disabilities or so forth. And, and, and it's it's an amazing, amazing deal, you know. Um, so uh, I, I really hope people get attached to it. It's 97 pages. It's a script. It's my movie script. And someone was like, you know, wanting to turn it to a book. It's like, you just tell it like it is, but put it in a way where where people can understand it as as a as a reader for books and at the same time they will see it that oh my god this could be a movie and which it's oh, literally okay. the first thing of it and then let's talk about your zombie books so this is the first one the headhunter yeah. zombified the headhunter book it is now these books are now available um on Amazon um so <laughs> That is, yeah, that is Swayze Patrick barking. He gets it. Yeah, he's named after Patrick Swayze. I love it. Yeah, he walks around on two hind legs, and and he 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 he's like you throw you could throw a treat up in the air. He'll look at it and catch it. I mean, he, he, he's a poodle. He's a, a, a toy poodle, or miniature poodle. So I we we save our animals. So someone's live them locked up or or um, they're on their last leg. I got a little cemetery on the farm where we bury the animals. So um, anyway, so yeah, you'll hear my wife coming in and everything. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> but, fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, Zombify the Headhunter book. Um, I, I love it because I travel a lot and I meet a lot of people that, that – um, have great minds and um i i bumped into this young lady um kendra souder who writes adult horror but i'm talking about like i mean i don't want to say sexual like it, it, but it i mean it's like it's steamy. yeah it's steamy horror you know and you're like oh my god this is good stuff you, you know, you're getting your, you're getting your like, oh my goodness, oh this is the hot, and all of a sudden, wow, oh my god, I can't believe she sliced this throat, kind of deal. But, I, <laughs> but it is a, and, and it was called uh, the the Miss Miss Hyde series, which is a female Jekyll and Hyde, and I mean, it's a, uh, she's an amazing writer, and all I did was pass by, and it was a slow show. So I always walk around and try to meet vendors and promote other people's stuff and so forth. And I seen this, you know, young lady and her husband uh, just like, you know, yeah, I'm an author. And I, and I didn't know. She's such a cute little honest face. And I'm reading. I'm going, oh, my God, what the hell do you, you write this it's shit? always the cute, sweet looking ones. <laughs> my God, unbelievable. So anywho, I came back to her and I was like, my God, you should make these movies or TV shows or whatever. 
And she goes, really? I was like, well, I write. And I stopped writing this zombified thing just because it's the Hollywood business. And I felt like some stuff got stolen and put in other projects. Just a long story. Really don't want to explain it. Uh, A lot of independent artists do get their stuff stolen. And, of course, nobody's going to believe it. It's like, yeah, I created that. No, you didn't. And you you just don't want to go into it. But it happens all the time. Copyright your stuff. Protect your stuff. Um, It's really hard to prove. Yeah. It is. It is so hard to prove. I could go on stories and stories of different things that I know for a fact that it belongs to certain people. That for certain people, they got the recognition. Anyway, so I... I gave up on this zombified thing and I showed Kendra and she called me, um, man, I, like hours later is like, Oh my God, you can't, you got to write this. And I, and I say, here's the deal. I love horror. I love the thriller horror. You write fantastic, but I want the horror to be the horror without the sex and without any any kind of cussing or anything, because I just want the classic, like Bella Lugosi, you know, all the classic stuff. I just want to do it one time. Nobody has done it. She goes, I could do it. I was like, okay. Nice. So she ends up calling me, hey, is this okay? And just look, I mean, we're writing this together. And then she just went off to a different world and just masterpieced it. Just put it in the masterpiece. And I was like, Kendra, oh my God, you know, let's do this. And and I'm over here like, this is fucking crazy. I love this shit. And I'm, I'm cussing up a storm. She goes, no, no, no. We don't cuss in this book. I'm with you, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, so um, it was a big, big, big hit with this cover. I mean, let me see if I can show this cover. This is the original cover. Oh, that's gorgeous. Wow. And, uh, and I mean, it was amazing. And then um, we got in touch to certain uh, um, streaming sites. So we took everything down. I mean, we were on podcasts when they were just starting big. I mean, this book is like maybe six, seven years old. And um, we wrote it way before the pandemic. And when oh, wow. it starts, it starts in 2020 and during the pandemic. It's crazy. Oh, uh, no. it's, just freaking, it's just freaking nuts. And so she was so like, you change the it's dates. Awful. And I'm like, no, it matches. This is great. <laughs> so um, Netflix had to go through, of course, COVID, everything slowed everything down. Netflix was going through a rebuilding. Oops, I guess I shouldn't have said it was Netflix. But, <laughs> but um, I can edit that out if you need me to. <laughs> No, no, that's good. Uh, but uh, anyway, things went south. So uh, my friend is Rick Prince. If you never met Rick Prince and you're a cosplayer and everything, he was on uh, Sci-Fi Channel's Face Off. And he was in season four or so. Or And um, my friend uh, Rashad Santiago, who won season six of Face Off. And they do a lot of cosplay all over the world. They do uh, horror. They worked on Puppet Master, a movie called Beast of the Water with myself. And some Power Ranger friends of mine. I mean, I could go on. We're gonna go geek this on this one. And anyway, so they they he actually was like, "Look, we'll just we do the cover, which is the one you shown." And um, I was like, "Cool." And I'll hold Rick Prince's head. He's like, "Yeah, let's do it." So we revamped the cover. We're reselling it out, and uh, we're doing a book two. 
and we're doing a uh, we're working on a TV show, comic book, toy line, graphic novel, and we made it specifically. This is crazy. That's book two comes out, and um, the first one was released many years ago on 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 uh, Valentine's Day, and we're gonna re we're gonna release this one on Valentine's Day. So we're gonna keep the bloody Valentine horror mix kind of deal. Yes. But the great things is the way these characters are, they're give backs to original vampires, Frankenstein, gargoyles. And we made the eyes, which you, you'll know more about the eyes and everything. We actually wanted it, wanted it to be involved in all area of geekness. So we made it where we want to attract cosplayers. So they'll have to buy certain lenses and certain yeah. um, um, deal. <laughs> with it and um we, we attracted gamers there's certain codes in there that only gamers will know and science facts the only game scientists will know i mean this is crazy and it um we're i'm already writing book three nice. which involves and i want to introduce them because that this is a good thing because i introduced it to the tribe that and it's uh um it's the my version of the tribe is um uh, all female um Sasquatch family, that and they awesome. and they they're the tribe, they're the leaders. So I put in facts that everybody about Bigfoot, about all that stuff. There's a reason why my vampires have fangs and they're they can't see sunlight. There's a whole it's a whole different thing. They're named different, but when you read it, you'll know exactly what kind of creatures I'm talking about. So uh, anyway, so we'll get introduced to the tribe later on. You get a glimpse some of them on book one and two, and then. Book three will actually introduce the tribe and everything, but there's a lot of different things involved in it. But there are a great way to reintroduce the whole monsters, creatures, aliens, and so forth. You guys got to read it. I don't want to go into too much detail, but it's a great book. And I, I got to the point where there were some uh, readers that were like, "Oh my god, dude! I just so want to choke you because you can't leave." the way it left and all this and <laughs> so hopefully you guys enjoy it <laughs> i i get that i like to turn to readers with club hangers too <laughs> and that is great that is a great way to do it you leave them wanting more you tie up enough loose ends that they don't feel unsatisfied but you leave them wanting more right 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 <laughs> right the only bad thing is i left this cliffhanger years, years, years been. I was like, yeah, we're going to do the book again. We're going to do a second book. We're going to do a yep. second book. And then I got booked up in movies and filming. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of stuff and travel, whatever. And then, you know, I just had time now. And Life so happens. did Kendra. Yeah. <laughs> Life does happen. Yeah. I've had my friends and um, readers clamoring for, it took me like 10 years to write. Yeah, it. yeah. And they're like, why? And I'm like, kids and <laughs> cosplay and podcasts and. Yep, yep, yep. But the good thing is we, you know, we enjoy that kind of attention. At the same time, uh, it helps us know that yeah, we could still do it. It definitely made right. me feel better about like you're not writing into a void. Right, right, right. There's always a reason. It all connects, right? keeps you accountable. Otherwise, I may not have ever finished it because I'm like, okay, <laughs> I have to finish it. I owe it to these people. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, it's, as long as people read your stuff, you know you're writing right. You're doing it right. 
and it makes you comfortable because you know how, how when writers get involved in it, whether they're screenplays or authors, that world that we go to is just fantastic, and it gets so addictive to the point where you're three hours sleep, and people don't know sometimes it's unhealthy. Like <laughs> you're going in and you're writing things down, and next thing you know, you're writing, writing, and you're twelve hours in and don't know it because you're you could smell, you could taste, you could see, you could feel this world that you're writing. That's exactly it. Like you, you just forget, you forget about the real world. You're living in that world and it's, it's awesome. Oh, Even no. though that world is always more perilous than the right, real right. world. <laughs> it's like, no, I wouldn't actually want to move to my world. And I know you wouldn't want to move to your world. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, thanks. <laughs> so you, you published a lot. You've been publishing for a while, right? You're self-published for a while. Yep. Uh, you, first book was 12 years ago, and then second book was this year. So I took a long break. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. So um, doing doing the whole putting your book out there, of course, Amazon is the most famous, you know, which attaches to uh, Kindle and all that. Yep. Um, are there, like, leads to go into, like, a bigger realm? Because, you know, it's usually, like, the, the bookstore stuff is there. But it's mostly like to me, the small bookstores are growing more than bigger than Barnes and Noble and all that stuff. Because people still go to them little coffee shop bookstores. I, I feel like the little coffee shop bookstores are really the future. Um, so what I found, I, I learned a lot in the last twelve years, of course, and things have changed. But the second book I went through Ingram Spark. Because then it's automatically in a catalog for bookstores to purchase from. Whereas okay. through Amazon, bookstores can't actually purchase from it, but you can offer it through, you can offer it on consignment through um, right. bookstores, which is very different than a bookstore just going through their catalog and purchasing it. So I'm working, I'm next year, my project is going to be moving the first book to Ingram Spark also. So, um, yeah, Ingram's Park's getting their free. Like you do have to pay. You have to pay like fifty bucks to. Yeah, right, right. But it's still it is still something that supports uh, authors to get more more of their books out there. Because that's I mean I can tell you this is new to me. Kendra did the whole marketing and stuff because she's been writing forever, and I mean her books are all over the place. You know, and me, I I just got my cherry pop doing the first. <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing the whole Veterans Homecoming is my first published by myself. But of course, you know, Zombified is going on and Kendra handles that one. So I'm just trying to, she's got it everywhere. She's got Zombified everywhere. But I'm still doing just Amazon right now through a Veterans Homecoming. But of course, I wanted to grow. I wanted to put it everywhere possible. I would recommend Ingram Spark. It's worth the the price of admission in my opinion because automatically it submits it everywhere so it submits it to amazon it submits it to barnes and noble apple books like a few other smaller online bookstores and also submits the paperback copy and then when your book is in the catalog then you can start calling bookstores and pitching your book to them and they can decide oh. whether or not to purchase it which is really great because you have the star power, so you can say, hey, if you buy my book, I'll come to a signing if it's a right. 
And, that's um, interesting. So yeah, once I get my first book moved over, that's what I'm going to do is start pitching my book to bookstores. And you kind of just come up with a proposal. Like this is right. benefits to stocking my book. That's interesting. Yeah, definitely. It's that's what I need to do, your majesty. I need to... <laughs> I need to prostitute myself more out there for my books. Arthur prostitute. Not not that other nasty stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't, don't go the other way. That's not legal in most states. <laughs> also, I hear you don't get that far. Yeah, right. <laughs> you may not be the type of all the bookstore owners. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So... Oh my God! Oh my God! So yeah, I—I I mean, I, I'm just so new into it. Of course, I'm going to be uh, doing some more tours and stuff, but uh, you know, with the filming industry and everything, and it just it tightens up the schedule up. So I'm always kind of like promoting, like, "Hey, buy my book! Go here to buy my book!" You know, <laughs> it's just, and I do it different. It's funny because I do it different. I go up to people and I'm like, you know, "Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, I heard you got a book out. Yeah, go buy it." <laughs> well, and you, um, you have you ordered authors copies to bring to conventions? I I have the only I only bought like maybe sixteen soft like six soft uh, paperback and uh, six or or whatever seven or eight whatever uh, hardback. But it I just did it just to test it out how it looks and how I feel. You know, I usually just go to Kendra to get all the zombified and. They come home over to a box and stuff, and we split the costs and all that. But for mine, I, I just got a little bit of it. I see the author cost and everything. So it is a good way to, you know, hey, let me get 100 books or whatever. But the thing is, you got a certain, you got, well, being an author, which I just learned, you got, you know, you don't want to have too much luggage. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> So if you got 50 books, let's sell at least, you know, 50. <laughs> be like, hey, just order online. You want to bring home the stuff you bought at the con. <laughs> yeah, right. So you know what I also um, learned through friends is like, hey, I'm going to go to Amazon and buy your book off of Amazon. But do you have any books with you now? It's like, yeah. So they bought books at Amazon. And then I gave them the same book, you know, because they live around me. And I just autographed it, you know, took pictures or whatever. And they're like, when the other books come in, they're going to give me them to sell them. There and I'm going, because they live around. So it's like, well, it's like, well, it's good for, for because, you know, whatever they order through Amazon, you leave a comment or whatever. It helps your sales and your pitch and all that. So that, but, you know, that's just with friends around and local. I figure, hey, that's a good idea. Cool. That's funny. <laughs> that does work though. Like whatever works, whatever gets your books moving, right? Right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So hopefully it moves more. Um, I'm hoping. Um, a lot of the the stuff I do totally uh, is for the Haya Nation, which is a a a group of um, we're all just misfits. You know, we're geeks, nerds. Um, we've been abused. We've been assaulted. We've been called different names. Um, we're all in, in different aspects of the world, from different aspects of the world. But we are just 
you know what I'm saying? We're not judgmental and, and we talk to each other. There's a whole deal with the High On Nation and, and I have a podcast um, through, through Spotify and Anchor and um, it's the High On Nation Motivation and we talk about just about bullying and suicide, addiction, all of this negativity in the world and everything I do, whether it's um, shows, books, sales, uh, merchandise sales, movies, or whatever, I always put in some money on the side. Um, I call it the High Eye Nation Fund. And um, without people knowing, I just scroll through Facebook and social media, and someone's like, man, you know, I need my electric bill paid. Can someone help me out? And I'll just send up sending money through them. But the whole deal is not to tell, um, tell them who did it. Love that. You know? This so was like, you know, yeah, I'm going to pay your bill. I'm going to pay your mortgage. I'm going to pay this. I'm going to help you with this. And I, but don't tell people who did it. I just, uh, I don't want that recognition. I don't want that popularity. So, but it does. And it helps. Uh, there's kids out there that don't have clothes. There's kids out there that get bullied that want to go to a, a different, like a motivational camp or, you know, and I do that. This year I spent over $7,000 um, with my own money to help people out. And that's oh, wow. everything put roofs over their heads, toys, I mean, everything. And no matter what their lifestyle, their race, their religion or whatever, you're a human being and I love you. And nobody's nobody's hired in each other. So when someone's like, you know, hey, I gave this, this gay person uh, uh, this and I gave this, yeah, and I also gave this straight person this. So I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. I see a human being, you know. Anyway. So I just want to put that out there. To, so when I when people promote a lot of my stuff, it does end up going to, you know, that term, um, don't forget where you come from. I love that. And do you want to talk a little more about your podcast and what motivated you to start it? Yeah. Um, I am a, uh, okay. I've been bullied. And when I say bullied, I'm bullied when I was very young. Um, sexual assaulted when I was nine years old, um, bullied, uh, even when I was an adult in the military. Um, when I say bully, literally clothes got ripped off. I mean, all the whole deal attack, whatever. Um, I tried to kill myself five times. Oh my gosh. And, and, um, I did a thing where where I went out to a big field and just pretty much talked to God and said, look, man, take this pain away or I'm not going to, or I'm going to take it away. And an experience happened and I want everybody, you know, I, I don't want to tell people what happened because I want you to go to the podcast because I want people to have that private moment to understand that everybody is the same. We, we go through dark places. We go through dark times. You know, um, I witnessed a friend of mine, best friend and military brother who who one minute I'm talking to him and the next day, less than 24 hours, he killed himself. A oh. friend of mine who was in the military, a girl who I knew hung herself, a person who I did a music video. and I mean, I could go on with people that I've connected that you see. Look, look at a JDF. Look at uh, uh, yep. uh, the Green green White Ranger. Look at the, uh, the whole deal with with the um, situation that just happened with uh, Twitch. Yeah. You know, 
talented, happy Rob. We could go all the way back, Robin Williams. You can go more and more and more and more and more. And it's mental health, and no one is recognizing it. And we only see it when something popular happens where we're like, oh, yeah, mental health is real. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, I have for like five minutes. So, yeah, it's like we don't pay attention to it. We're going through these holidays. I always tell people, you know, the best solution for mental health is for people to talk. It's like talk to yourself. You got mental health problem, talk to yourself. You know, it's better than holding a gun to your hand and trying to feel pity and trying to... Because when you talk to yourself, you understand that's your soul building up motivation. Because, yeah, you'll go through that whole period crying, self-inflicting, all this stuff. And then you figure out, like, what am I doing? I'm better than this. You know, the same thing when I see all these famous people have... They go through suicide. it, It hurts me where... We want to tell, want to sell them. They call it the celebration of life. I was like, no, show the pain. You got to show the pain. You got to show that anger. You got to show all that because if, if someone going through depression right now wants to kill themselves and they see the pain and the anger and everything that that poison that it that 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 leaves behind, they won't do it. They won't do it. They won't. They won't want to see loved ones cry and suffer, or whatever you know. And then it opens their hearts more and understands that. Look, I have this talent. I am an artist. I am a singer. I am a writer. I am a doctor. I am. I am. I am. I and constantly puts that in their positive way. Where so happy, so much positive energy goes through them, and they open the door for someone. They give a hug for someone. They understand that man just standing like a superhero makes is healing your body and it just you know all this natural stuff is in there and you understand that your body is more powerful than you think so i'm trying to put all that in positive wherever i go help um, stop mental health and uh, help stop people judging mental health and understanding mental health and understanding the word between crazy and mental health. And, and it's all in a podcast. I do it um, through Anchor FM and Spotify, which is just audio, 20, 30 minutes. Then I do a live. I do a Facebook live through LinkedIn, Twitter, totally different show. And I, uh, and what we do is we act crazy. <laughs> because I want everybody, and it's like you could come in and you you're you're permitted. You're I want you to call me a bitch. I want you to you know I want everybody to let it out, and I make fun of things. We'll go into silly news. We don't talk politics. We don't talk religion. We just talk different situations. We'll talk people like, hey, have you ever farted in the bathroom and it echoed? And we just you know, and it just goes to crazy chants and and giggles. And laugh and smiles and and you know for that one hour, it's a perfect place I love for that, that one hour, and I, I give it to everybody, and they all join in, and then females are and, and males and and everybody's that nobody knows anything; they just know there's just love in that freaking room. That's <laughs> we all need, it is. We need that, you know, and it it is great. It's great, and I think. I think I do that, you know, because it, it medicates me and it medicates them. And, and that energy just spreads out. And, you know, you never know who's driving at home, driving from home from a bad day or who's doing this. And that's what I tell everybody. You have a bad day, you fucking get on my show. I'm going to show you. 
and everybody has a shit stain on their underwear. We're going to clean it up right now. And it's just like crazy stuff like that. You know, and the audio is different, but um, and that attaches to everything. Of course, I'll promote whatever, but I also help small businesses, independent entrepreneurs on uh, all aspects of everything. And I promote, I'll wear their t-shirt, I'll drink their coffee mug uh, out of their coffee mug. I do all this stuff and I don't charge anybody. I just it's like show you guys, like, look at the power, you know, look at how much we can do. Just love. What helps me when I'm having a bad day is I just remind myself that my brain is an asshole that lies. <laughs> <laughs> it always makes me laugh and it always makes me feel a little better to just kind of sit yeah. there and be like, okay, brain, stop being an asshole. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and that's you because you got so much strength in your soul. And you know, your brain, you're like, hey, Eric, shut up. Basically. When I do my shows, I have different personalities. <laughs> and everybody flips out when it's like a switch. You know, and they're like, how do you just do it? It's not, it's not scripted. It's just simply talent. And you just, that energy feeds it. And it's really the audience that's creating that. You know, and people are like, oh my God, you're so funny. You're so, I was like, dude. You guys are bringing it to me. I'm just feeding you what exactly what you want to hear. And it's all positive stuff, you know. And they get into it. I, I, I'm, I'm just amazed how, you know, you can do so much with the social media in a positive way. Positive podcast, posting, talking, FaceTiming, all this. But we spend so much energy, so much energy on on politics and stupid laws. I mean, we don't listen to common sense anymore. No, 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 no common sense. And it's not, and it's not judgmental to anybody. And I just think that people will concentrate more on the happiness through their family, through their circle, through their building block, instead of wondering what's going on in Washington and wondering what's going to go on right. in a year or two or whatever. No matter what. Well, the social media algorithms are kind of structured to feed us negativity. So it's important to be aware of that and to act, but we can game the algorithms by actively seeking out positivity, things like your podcast. So the more you interact with that, the more you're going to see that sort of stuff on your feed and you're going to teach the algorithm and the algorithm is going to go, oh, hey, this person likes seeing this stuff. But if you're always interacting with the stuff that makes you angry, I'll yeah, give right? more of that back to you. I just don't get it. I just don't get away. You want to rant for two minutes on something that you have no power to control over. You just want to rant. My, you know, opinions, opinions are opinions, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, common sense, it opens up more minds and hearts. It's like, okay, you ranted for 30 minutes on your show about. This is why this is happening when you should like, hey. Doesn't change minds. <laughs> Sometimes you right? need to rant, though. Sometimes you just need to. You need to get it out. It, right, right. It's almost it's almost like uh, I, I don't like seeing a lot of these movie stars or athletes 
trying to sell me a sandwich. I don't need you to sell me the sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Especially the athletes who can barely read the line. Right, right. I'm like, look, I'm not going to Subway because some athletes are going to Subway because they're the right price and subs are decent. That's funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No offense to whatever football players are on some right. payroll right now, but emote a little bit. <laughs> and quite honestly, I probably could spend 30 minutes ranting about that if I wanted to. <laughs> I, I could I could spend 30 minutes ranting about anything if I really wanted to. Oh my god. Most of all, most of the time I don't. <laughs> I'm Irish, so you know, like I can call Irish. When I, <laughs> um I think I'm like probably 75%, maybe 50. Um, it's on both my parents' sides. So I'm going to be Irish this year. I bought me a kilt at a, at a, yes. at a, uh, a paranormal convention. Now, hopefully the kilt is not uh, haunted. So I don't want to walk around and all of a sudden it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, you're not supposed to wear anything underneath. The right. <laughs> <coughs> Kilts are That's all I need. <laughs> Kilts are always a good look. Also, they're comfy. But this one is cool because it's like one of them. Um, it's got a lot of chains and stuff in it. Oh, so okay, it, yep, that's a good. It's look. black with a whole bunch of chains. Like it's really gothic looking. Yes, a gothic kilt. Okay, that is a good look. You have to take pictures. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't have hairy legs, so I'm, my wife even says it's like, do you shave your legs? I was like, I don't. <laughs> You're just naturally hairless. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna have them 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 uh memes and, and comments be like, no, you shave your legs. I was like, I don't. <laughs> like whatever. It's I too feel like silky. You didn't admit it because whatever. <laughs> as long as they're not ashy, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, oh I'm- my god. I was named, I'm so Irish, I was named after my mom's maiden name, which was Kelly. So. Kelly. Yep. So I, we go back to the old Kellys. The, <laughs> the so, old Kellys. Yeah. yeah, that's literally how Irish I am. And so, yeah. That's I too hilarious. Really too. <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah. Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day, that's for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I do I love that holiday. <laughs> like, and that technically so, counts as a winter holiday. So like, what is the, what is your uh, plan for the New Year's? Oh, probably staying home. <laughs> I have kids. Um We'll see though. I got I did get invited to a cosplay party, so maybe maybe I'll leave my husband on kid duty and let him go. Put his ass on kid duty, like look, I, I'm gonna go and transform for a little bit. I mean, he does it a lot. He he lets me go play and do my cosplay stuff and stays home with the kids. He's he's a good he's a stay at home dad, so he's good. That's that's awesome. So well, what is your so what is your plans for moving your, how do you say, your your writing 
Are you planning to keep writing all year or what? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm really hoping to finish book three by the end of next year. Like, I've got some... Uh, I just made plans to do motivation night, uh, writing motivation nights with a writing yeah. friend of mine in January, and I'm planning to keep myself on track, and it's not going to take me 10 years. <laughs> what about you? What are your writing plans? Um, a lot of uh, uh, premiering a few movies and shows and um, filming a few movies and shows, but um, there's a... Uh, a thing of pushing this these books. I'm thinking of putting more of my screenplays into books. That's a good idea. And um, want just let them flow out there, and then start using them uh, to make movies and shows out of them. But my stuff, my writing stuff, I made a lot of people money here and there, and I think it's time for people to see what I can do. So, and, and of course, you know, I'm, I'm attached to, I got a lot of stuff in the works. I even got a, a, a toy line, 3D printing uh, toy line coming out, action figures. Um, one specifically just made for paranormal and horror. Um, there's, it, I, I saw the prototype. I helped build it. But, um, and, and we're doing some uh, stuff involved with, um, uh, comic books and cards. And the great thing is I picked out independent artists. None of these, no corporate. None of this involves corporate. It's all independent nice. artists and all that. And we'll see how it goes. I'm actually, actually if it goes right in July, I'll have a, a my own um, paranormal and horror comic con out in Paragold, Arkansas. Ooh. And it'll be a whole weekend. And um, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be pretty good. That's just in the works right now. Uh, but we do have the place already paid for and everything. I'm just working the deals with the hotel. I want, with inflation up, man, I just want everybody to have a good time. So I am working that, you know, I can make deals for myself, but I want deals for everybody the guests, the vendors, all, everybody. And that's what I'm working out. So um, that way it'll be really good. I mean, of course, I got personal investors involved in it. Um, but we got like working on the tables for vendors to make it cheap for them. Uh, have We're going to have an inside kitchen there, full, fully kitchen. Uh, so we can sell just so people won't have to go out and pay crazy amount of money. And we'll just have, I mean, it's a whole deal. It's the whole thing is, is it's specifically made for vendors. I'm a big, small business guy. So I, I want the whole convention, the comfort for vendors, and then get the ticket sales. Yeah, people use actors and whatever. But we're going to express that with the actors and celebrities. We'll be there. But we're going to start doing like, I'm going to like for, for any vendor, I'm going to have them do not just an, an, uh, a picture. I'm like, man, do a video, get your phone and okay. sh give me a commercial, give me a commercial and just we'll put it on there and we'll show it like, Hey, and then we'll follow up with one of the celebrity hosts, which would be me or somebody else. And we'll just promote it and it'll be a constant promotion. That sounds awesome. So we're trying to get it all done pretty soon because it's the plan is july <laughs> the last 
the second to last week of July after Imaginary mm -hmm. Weekend. Ooh. Well, I happen to have a few podcast hosts in my network who do paranormal podcasts, so we'll have to I'll keep an eye out and send them your way. So, yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to solve the books, the horror books, and all that stuff. That sounds like so much fun. And there is a cosplay. We always do cosplay contests. Yeah. So we'll have cosplay contests. And um, a lot of the... Um, uh, there will be a... Uh, uh, what do you call it? A, a few promoters that do a lot of pop culture uh, conventions... And they're going to come in because they're going to introduce their shows, which is during that year. So we're promoting other shows with it. That's awesome. It's going to be really good. Like I said, it's specifically as much as we can. It's for vendors, small businesses, and try to help them out, you know, um, to have a good, successful convention. Celebrities will be celebrities. They're always there. Yes. You know? But the convention is what we're going to sell with to help small businesses. And it'll be done in Paragold. It's a small town. Make them money. See, I have my mind set to help people. Always help people. Always. Yeah, I feel like places like Chicago don't need another convention. It is a small town, so it needs it. Also, uh -huh. I hate going to big cities for conventions. Right, the parking right. is insane. The traffic's insane. Everything's overpriced. Parking and everything. Everything's overpriced. Hotels are overpriced. It's mm -hmm. stressful. I, I do in small towns. Hotels. A lot of people have, they got their, their small hotels already paid for or whatever. But a lot of people are getting Airbnbs now and doing it. That's actually the way I love to go. I love Airbnbs because... Yeah, because it's, it's like going home, going home after work. Mm -hmm. You know, and everything's at the convention. Everything's secured. The Airbnb's secured. You know, and you guys right there, and you don't have to worry about any anything else. But you know, we'll we'll see how it goes, man. Uh, I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited for all everything I'm attached to. Um, you know, it's been it's been a rough ride. I usually have more energy than I have right now, but I've been <laughs> like I'm still recovering from sinus issues and and some health things. And but everything is is on key for uh, the new year. That's so exciting. So, um, do you have any advice for new creators? Like, I'm sure oh, you definitely. do. I'm definitely. gonna give you. Yep, I'm gonna give you the full screen because we always love to do this. Uh, ask people if they have. What advice do you have for someone who's just starting out creating? Believe, believe in yourself. Believe in your talent. Don't ever, when someone comes to you and say, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want? Want, want, want. You say, I will. I will be an artist. I am an artist. I will make my movie. I am making my movie. Always think of positive, but it doesn't start with, it doesn't start unless you believe. Have that ambition and follow it. It is a beginning route if you want to be a doctor, you can start your route in being a doctor. Then it opens up roots of your dream, opens up many roots. Sometimes it'll just stay straight for you to be in that that way to be a doctor. Sometimes it goes doctor, pharmacist, 
radiology, nuclear medicine. You never know where that, but that first ambition will definitely be a great thing to understand. And that is believe in your talent and you will succeed. All that want, all them brick walls, all them closed doors, all that negativity, that's all a learning experience that turned to a whisper and your talent will shine. So believe, follow it. Hi, yeah. I love that. That's great advice. Pretty sure I'm going to type that up and put it on my inspiration wall. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So I really appreciate you being here. Um, this has been really fun. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you having your, your great talents flow through my cell, your greatness, as it bounces back 10 times stronger to your soul. And gives you and your family a very, 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 very happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and nothing but secure strength and success in the upcoming year and after. Thank you. And uh, so where can people find you? And I Social media. <laughs> I'm everywhere. I'm on Twitter. I even got a TikTok now. I, I try to make people laugh through my TikTok. So I do TikTok, I do Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, um, of course, Facebook. I am really Facebook. Basically, I for your name anywhere. Anywhere. I do StreamYard. Of course, I have a StreamYard channel here and there. And I'm connected with so many other great uh, networks that have me do different podcasts uh, with them and so forth. But uh, mostly social media. You'll know my schedule. All my come uh, upcoming uh, projects, movies, books, everything, and I would love to meet you guys out there in the convention circuit. It'd be awesome. Everyone should meet you. You are awesome to meet, and you give great hugs. I'm a mother hugger. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, and you all know where to find me. But if you forgot, it's KellyGetner.com. K-E-L-L-Y-G-U-E-N-T-N-E-R. Phoenix says cosplay on most things, cosplay cafe on Twitter and cosplay cafe on most social medias too. I'm pretty much everywhere too. Ooh. So thank you all for watching. I'm going to roll our multiverse fundraiser ad uh, that is coming up next month. So be sure to watch that or be sure to tune in for that. Be sure to donate. The donation link is open now. Donate, so donate. Yeah. Donate, donate. All right, let's do this. The Multiverse Fundraiser is a virtual fandom jamboree and a charity fundraiser all rolled into one package. We're not just raising funds for a good cause. We're raising fun. Our 2023 events will be supporting the John Ritter Foundation for Aortic Health, which exists to spread awareness of aortic health and prevent unnecessary suffering through genetic research widespread education, and radical advocacy. Our fundraiser combines celebrity panels, fandom-based panels, indie creators, and all of the fun of a virtual con for free. There's a little something for everyone while we support a cause close to our heart. Join us on January 20th through 22nd, along with celebrity guests Amy Yazbek, Jason Baer, Chris Gauthier, Victor Garber, William Catt, 
Cress Williams, Beth Broderick, Armin Shimmerman, Guy Gilchrist, Carrie Schaefer, Brian Hull, Amy Carrero, Jennifer Cody, and Joyce DeWitt.